I don't know, man. We'll see if this works. Looks like it's going to work. Yo, what's up? Yo, yo, yo. Happy Tuesday to you. I hope it's Tuesday. I always hope it's Tuesday, but that's just because I'm arrogant and assume that everybody wants to listen to my voice every Tuesday. But as I say every week, whatever whatever day it is, welcome. Hope this uh, podcast finds you in a good mood. If not, we got some good stuff going on this week that should put you in a little bit better of a mood. As always, we are a proud member of LMK Productions. Uh, go check out my boy Mark Youngblood with the Pick 4 podcast. Uh, obviously, everybody's favorite, Mr. Ty King with the Win, Loser, Tie. Ty had two guests on the last two weeks that were absolutely amazing. Mr. David Thomas, who was a friendship alum, national champion at UT for football, played in the NFL under the greatest quarterback of all time, Mr. Tom Brady, and one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Drew Brees, with the Super Bowl with him. The dude slayed with that episode. And then just the other day, last week, Ty had on another friendship alum, a guy I don't know, um, Adam Stone, who is like this big, I say big, but I bet he's going to be big. He's a music uh, video producer, a short film producer, made some claims he's fixing to jump into uh, some badass TV show he's producing. That dude was awesome. And listening to him talk, I, I text Ty and I said I could have gone for another hour with him. I don't even know the dude, but Ty's killing it, making us look like dumbasses with me and Mark, but it's okay because it's a project. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. I say this every week. There's only three people that ever fucking answer me, and I'm tired of it. Let me know if you how you like the show. I wanted some more guests. I want some more ideas. Um, find me on Instagram. Follow me. Find me on Facebook. Follow me. Um, bring it on. We need some more guests. Having said that, before we get started with this week's guests, we have another sponsor this week. This week we are sponsored by PISD. Their slogan is, we kind of care about our own, but we really don't give a shit about our opponents. PISD, sit in the stands and get soaked. At PISD, you'll be pissed. (laughs) I bet two people know what I'm talking about and they're laughing their asses off right now. This week is probably, I say this every week, but for for many reasons, this guest right here is going to be a blast. Um, Long time friend. I've been friends with this guy since we can't quite figure it out. We know for sure fifth grade, but we've always said probably sooner due to Friendship Pony Baseball Baseball. growing up together. But we for sure became friends in fifth grade. Mr. Corey Miller. Corey, welcome to the studio. Glad to be here. I don't think you've, maybe a few, but you're like, you're a pretty avid listener. Yeah. You know, and I don't think I realized it. I was probably four, five, six, seven episodes in and you text me like, oh my God, is that a true story? You know, whatever it was. And I was like, you listen to you like, dude, I haven't missed an episode yet. And you were one of the ones whenever I uh, took my sabbatical, you were like, dude, like Tuesdays kind of suck at work whenever I don't have you jabbering about nonsense in my ear. It was a long sabbatical. It was a long sabbatical. I'm actually doing an episode probably next week or the week after on more in depth on what what caused that sabbatical. Okay. Um, so before we even get started, introduce yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? Tell me something about you. Whatever. Born and raised here in Lubbock, Texas. Corey Miller. Most of you that listen know who Landry is. Best friends for a long, long time, and then we kind of went our separate ways and. We it's funny how how life catches up to you. So Corey and I have been friends, like I said, at least since fifth grade. 
inseparable on till we're about 2021 life catches up to you people go separate ways it happens you get married you have kids take different paths in life you'd be a fuck up for a little while yeah you'd be a fuck up for a little (laughs) while unfortunately him and i knew that we needed to take speaking of sabbaticals that was a a sabbatical from each other but there was no it wasn't like i hate him he hates me there was no bad blood it was just one of those things like it's time for me to grow up time for you to grow up we're gonna have to grow up apart in order for us to be friends again and look where we are yeah i'm married with three kids you're married with two kids i think that we probably made the right choice 100 percent. i remember seeing you god i bet it had been a good four five six years maybe longer but probably probably close to that and i ran into you and your now wife jessica at um the ballet ballet. what's that called every every christmas there you go yeah Yeah, nutcracker and i saw y'all because you were taking the littlest ellie she Mm -hmm. couldn't have been how old is she right now she's about to turn 13 13 days yeah i think she's probably about seven or eight um more than likely because I don't think it was she was her doing first year yet. for Nutcracker. Okay, so you told me that was the first time okay, yeah. she had ever seen it. Yeah. And I didn't know what this meant. Okay. I just had seen it on a movie called Jerry Maguire. Okay. And I still don't know what it means, but I kind of know. But I just remember, like, because we ran into each other. So uh-huh. we were texting, and that was the first time we had seen each other in a long time. It, it had um, been at least five years. It was a long time. Yeah. And we were texting back and forth, and I was like, man, it's so cool to see you with your girlfriend and her kid. And you were telling me the same. I don't think Cassandra and I were married either. And I, I think it was just me, her, and Reagan at the time. I don't think Riley was born. No, oh, no. Yeah. You didn't have them yet. Uh-uh. And anyway, so you were telling me that you're dating a single mother. And I stole this line from Jerry Maguire, and I told you. Do you remember what I said? You reminded me, but I remember when I read it, I about shit myself. From laughing. <laughs> yes. It yes. was, I said, just don't shoplift the pooty. That's right. <laughs> don't shoplift the pooty. Don't shoplift the pooty. Oh, my God. Jerry Maguire, uh, no, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character, uh, Rod Tidwell, mm-hmm. says that to Jerry when Jerry's dating Renell Zellweger, who has the kid, and so on and so forth. Single mother thing is like, don't shoplift that pootie. Like, you got to remember there's a kid involved. I, me- I remember texting it to you because I remember the text you sent me. You're like, oh, my God. Like, I, I'm i crying right now. Me and Jessica don't know what that means, but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I had no clue. And then you told me what it was from. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't shoplift I still don't know what it pooty. means. <laughs> it sounds good. Anyway, so now we, we went and had dinner and drinks not too, too, too long ago. And it's like we picked up where we left mm-hmm. off. There was no, it wasn't awkward. Let's go get no. drunk and have some yeah. fun. Jessica, I want to apologize to you right now. I don't think the goal was for us to get that drunk. But we hadn't seen each no. other in a while, right? And it's something that a lot of people know about me, but she clearly didn't until that night is, if I'm with people and there's a bar around, what am I buying people? Shots. Shots. And I think I said, as soon as the waitress came over, I said, hey, we want two shots. And you laughed. You said, I fucking knew you were going to do that. I wasn't planning on having any shots. I was going to drink a few beers. I just wanted to have two whiskey cocktails. The next thing I know, I did have two, but I think I had two times three or seven or eight or nine. It ended up costing a little bit. Yeah, we FaceTimed Matt and Cindy. (laughs) (laughs) Or they FaceTimed us. I don't know. It was a good night. Anyways, that was a good time. Back, Back at it like we never missed a beat. Anyways, I had told you prior to this that I want you to get on the show, okay. right? Yep. Um, you said you would do, but finding a topic for the person is always hard. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know what we were going to talk about. I don't want to get serious. So I'll go with this. We all have, like we all, everybody says daily these common phrases constantly 
Um, and there's certain ones that are, some of them may be like more Southern types, mm-hmm. type saying. Some you of grew them, up hearing them. Exactly. From your grandma or your mom, yep. whatever. Some of them may be um, just everyday common phrases here in, here in the States. I'm going to be willing to bet, though, that most people don't know what they mean. Having said that, we're going to delve into some of them. Um, and I, I want people to laugh. Like, I'm hoping that people say these terms all the time and when they're driving in the car, like, holy shit, I never knew that that's what that actually meant. Okay. We have a fun game coming up. Okay. Stay tuned for the game. I'll Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Okay. So we're trying to say, instead of having said that, okay. now it's going to be called, who said that? And then at some point, I've got some funny stuff that I want to remind you of just from friendships and stuff, okay? All right, I'm going to start us off so people will know what we're talking about. Let's kind of get this bad boy going. So let's do it. Have you ever heard the term, man, just bite the bullet and do it? Yes. Do you know what that means? So like, just get over it and go do it. Exactly. Like, it's time to suck it up and do it. Hey, by the way, real quick, take a couple pictures as we're going. Always tell my guests. I got pictures of my guests and never have pictures of me. Um, And we all know how much I love myself. So bite the bullet is exactly what you said. Sometimes you just got to suck it up. Sometimes you just got to do it. Quit being. Jump into the deep end and let's go, right? So do you know where that derived from, though? No clue. So back, it just says in the olden days, I couldn't find exactly when that got started, right? Um, doctors were either short on anesthesia or even prior to anesthesia, of whatever type of anesthesia they were using. You know, they're not putting to sleep people back in the olden days like they do now, but there's got to be something they were given, maybe even alcohol, right? Or during times of battle. So lots of, you know, civil war type stuff and things like that when you just are short on medication. Okay. And you need to perform a procedure. They would actually ask the patient, soldier, what have you. They would grab them a bullet and say, bite the bullet. And as they bite down, now all your energy, all of your um, focus is concentrating on the jaws, cleansing down on that bullet uh-huh. to where you can poke them with a needle or stitch or whatever it is. So form of distraction. You're telling me that they picked, of all things, a bullet to a bite bullet. down on. Isn't that ironic? A belt? I mean, something <laughs> you would think like a good strong pizza leather. Bullet. Yeah, it makes you wonder when you look back on it is how many of those people when they bit the bullet choked on the bullet. So now we're having to perform some Heimlich maneuver, or maybe back then they just let people choke and die. I don't oh, know. you're good. Yeah, and just Sorry. shit it out. We I tried. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. So that's what bought the bullet actually derives from. I wouldn't have guessed that. Right. Kind of an interesting one. I, like, I always like to hear that one. What you got? All right, let's see what I got here. This one is road hard and put up wet. Road hard and road put up hard wet. and put up I wet. I haven't heard that before. You know, I, there are a, a bunch that I have that I have heard that I've said. And some that you found? Yes, and some that I found. And reading through them, I mean, road hard and put up wet, I was like, what does that mean? Right. What does that mean? And I, so, I, so I read what it was about. And apparently, I guess horses, after you rode them, all day they yeah. they get all sweaty and you're supposed to go and walk them around so they dry off and when you put them up they're cooled down and good to go. And I guess if you didn't do that then they were rode hard and put up wet and they're oh. pissed off and it makes sense. There's a girl that I worked with the other day was telling me that she used to uh, break horses mm-hmm. and she would tell me that same thing that when excuse me that when you're done 
riding them for the day. You're supposed to cool. Them. It's yep. no different than a human being. Yeah. You don't go like at least a real athlete that knows what they're doing. You don't go run three miles and then go sit inside. You're done. Yeah. No. You take some laps. You got to cool that heart rate down, mm-hmm. blood pressure down. So it's road hard and put up wet. So now you got a pissed off horse, probably an unhealthy horse at that time. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to pull him out of the pen after that. Now I'm gonna ask you though, like use that in a sentence, like. Shit. We know what the derivative is, but like, what? How would you use that? Oh, I've been rode hard and put up wet. Well, after that, after that night that we went and had drinks, we were rode hard. We, we rode hard and <laughs> okay. put up wet. Touche, sir. That's funny. I got another one for you. Ready? Let's hear it. You ever heard the term that we need to butter somebody up? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, well. Hey, babe, Landry wants me to go over to his house on Saturday and report, record a podcast mm-hmm. that night after he gets off work. Better. But before that, babe, have I told you how hard you've been working? And how beautiful your, you your are. Your feet look so sore. I think I need to rub your feet for you. I don't need anything. I just, you know, tonight's going to be about you. Right? Oh, yeah. You buttered her up. And now you're more than likely going to get to go do. Hopefully. Well, you hope. Okay. So, like, yeah, and that's right. So, the meaning is to impress someone with flattery, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what we just said. The origin. There was a customary religious act in ancient India, okay? Okay. The devout would throw butter balls at the statues of their gods to seek favor and forgiveness. Oh, okay. So, they would have, like, statues of mm-hmm. whatever god they were worshiping, and you just get little butter balls that were hand-churned. I don't think they're going to buy them from United down the road. No. And chunk them, and that's their way to. I don't know if they would repent while they're doing that, or if it's just an unspoken thing. As you chunk your butter ball, now your God is going to forgive you for the mistakes that you've just made. So you need to butter them up. I'm going to throw, kind of sweeten you up a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Because of either something I just did or something I'm planning on doing later. Do. Uh-huh. So it still fits into the category of what we're doing here. I like that one. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to. Corey surprised me with this bottle of whiskey called Three Fingers High. Yeah, I want to know. It smells amazing. Do you know it's aged 12 years? That's, yeah, that's what he told me. Most of them are like three years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I usually don't really care for Canadian whiskey because a lot of the Canadian whiskeys, they cheat. It's quick. Like you said, three or four years. What this is, 12 years. This may be one of the smoother whiskeys I've ever tasted. Good. And you know that's true. I ain't bullshitting it because I didn't do whiskey face. Uh, it, it looks I don't drink whiskey yeah. and I'm not gonna drink whiskey <laughs> you hear that but it looks pretty good it's good man I appreciate that that's a good glass good lord that's good alright what you got right, what we got what we got <laughs> this one is uh, you're about as useful as tits on a bull <laughs> <laughs> I have heard people say that I mean that one's pretty pretty self explanatory yeah I looked, I went, because I wanted to see where most of these came from. Like, they had to come from something like yours did. And this one, I think it just came from some farmers and... You know the, that was country some, folk some that, ranchers out there. Really, uh-huh. what, what I'm assuming happened is, this is this is my play on this, okay? Okay. A, a legitimate, hard-ass rancher, right? He's got his son growing up. He's probably 12, 13 years old. So he's waking him up, trying to teach him the, the way of the land so he can take over his land one day. <laughs> Son's a dumbass, can't figure anything out. Mm-hmm. Dad's getting pissed, but he's like, I got to teach him. And finally, he he, he gave his son three chances. Yeah. And after that third chance, he's like, son, go sit down. You're about as usual tits on bowl. 
and that's how it was said. There's definitely that hint. 100%. Yeah. I've always wondered this. Why do men have nipples? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got nipples. Can you milk Can me you milk too? Me? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I think they're sheerly for decoration purposes. And God said, let's make this look. I mean, that's the only only reason that I can think of why a male would have a nipple. They serve no purpose. No. And this is way off the subject of that. But you, Have you ever listened to having said that with Lady Griffith? With, when it comes to males and their nipples, when guys go through puberty, they get like these, I don't know how to explain it, like a hard rock feeling in their nipples. Yeah. I know you know. Yeah. Do you remember? No. You don't remember? Uh-uh. I do. I do. And they hurt. <laughs> they hurt. I think you might have been. No, no, because I, I, I made sure I, that I asked. I was like, what is going on? And I was told, that you're, what well, you're going through puberty. I was like, well, yeah, yeah I know what that entails, but yeah. I didn't know it was going to make my nipples hurt. There is, and I can't remember who it was, but I'm going to guess Sigmund Freud. You can't quote me on that. But that dude... He had a weird mind, and everything was always sexual. But yeah. It was someone in the science stuff that I learned, whether it was in nursing school or psychology or something. It was something. probably psychology, because I think... But they believe that males... Or, that, excuse me, that every... And this could be true. Uh, maybe I learned it in nursing school. Every embryo starts off female. Okay? okay. I think um, yeah. So... And people are going to be rolling their eyes. But I want you to think about this. Okay. And all you girls, if you don't believe me, if you're married, you got a boyfriend, and you want to get on the internet, you can actually, the theory behind that makes sense. So on the scrotum, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully if your man's manscaping, you can really tell. But right down the middle, there's a line that goes come all the way completely down yeah, from the top of the scrotum to the bottom, right? Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. What you're talking about. So the scientists believe that that was actually a vagina that just closed. It never opened, and okay. then somehow the testicles form and the penis form, so on and so forth. I don't have never looked into the research. I just remember learning that it was in school of some sort. I just don't remember what. But it it doesn't not make sense if right. No, I, there's nothing that makes me want to argue it. Right, right. I, I challenge all you women. And don't say anything to your husbands or boyfriends, right? Or, yeah. But just go say, babe, let me see your scrote. Well, let's not make it weird. I yeah. mean, you can no, do make it weird. Thi- okay, no, make, make it, it weird. weird. I think okay. that would be funny. That's fine. Babe, I was listening to a podcast today. Drop your pants. Let me see your balls. Let me feel down there. Yeah. Do you have a line down there? That's my Anyways, scene. that was like, I don't even know what. Oh, you were talking about tits on a bull. Yeah. And now we're talking about scrotes. John is that yeah. not there anymore. But it makes sense, though. But why, I've always wondered, you talk about tits on a bull, they're useless. What do men have nipples for? I guess they couldn't get covered with anything. Can you imagine there. what we would look like without them, though? I have one of the funniest pictures on my phone, but it wouldn't make sense to a lot of people because they don't know. But one day, Kenneth, which is my brother-in-law, sent me and Cassandra a picture. And he's in the bathroom, and it was him taking a selfie of himself without a shirt on. Uh-huh. And he had no nipples. He had got his wife's, uh, like, I think they might call them pasties, but it's yeah. like, uh-huh. so your nipples don't show if you're not wearing a bra and right. dressing yeah. up nice. But they're skin colored. 
And you could, it's the funniest picture in the world because he sent it to us and then tagged it, or he sent it to his wife uh-huh. too. And as soon as Cassandra saw it, of course, we're dying laughing, but she said, I bet you Cassie's going to be pissed. Those things are not cheap. And immediately when his wife saw that, she goes, God damn it, Kenneth, those are fucking expensive. And I was just like, <laughs> the way that girls and guys think is so funny. It was It's one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen. I may show you, but I can't post that or I'll get in trouble. Yeah, but I'm going to have to see that. Yeah, I'll absolutely show you. All right, what you got? You boy, you barking up the wrong tree. I, yes, I've heard that. <laughs> one. That's a that. I don't know for sure, but that seems more of a southern one, like tits on a bull. You barking up the wrong yeah, tree, and more maybe of not like your grandparents. Yeah. Time. Yep. Yep. I mean, so the meaning, like obviously everyone knows, is to have misguided thoughts about an event or situation, mm-hmm. like a false lead, right? Yeah. Um, you barking up the wrong tree. So what happened? Um, this refer hunting dogs, right? Oh, okay. So they're chasing their prey. Yep. And a lot of times, depending on what they're hunting, but uh, like foxes, I'm sure can do it. Bears can climb, climb trees. Yeah. Whatever it is, if they can't catch him on time, the their prey will run up a tree. They'll pin them. The dogs, assuming the prey's still in the tree, prey. They're not stupid. They can hop from tree to tree. You imagine yourself in a they're forest, gone. you know, and they're gone, but that dog's still sticking there barking up the wrong tree. That's a pretty good one. That's a good one, right? You probably had a guess that it had something to do with the dog in a tree, barking up the wrong tree, but that's what that one is. I like that one. Okay, this one, <clears throat> before I say it, I'm I want you... This is great whiskey. Is it good? Yeah. Good, good. Well, it was like 70 bucks, so... Was it really? No. no. I was about to say, damn, I owe you some money. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, this one, I want to know, because I know you've heard it. I know it's been said around you or to you. And what did you hear when you heard it? Did okay. you hear, what in the Sam Hill or what in the Sam Hill? So, I, I, you could probably ask anybody else and they're going to tell you Hill. I always heard Hill. Okay, yeah, me what too. What the Sam Hill? Yeah. There was a movie that I used to love watching with Garrett and Gentry growing up called Big Bully. Did you okay. ever see Big Bully with Tom Arnold? I don't think so. Stupid as fuck. I bet, I bet you if I watched it now, I wouldn't get through 10 minutes of it. But anyways, it was this kid got bullied by this other kid in school then they grew up and I think they were like next door neighbors or something okay. as adults. Anyways, he he the neighbor was goofy as hell and he'd always yell, what the Sam Hill? And like he would, I, I don't know, I think he might have explained it, but then like that was like the daily thing when... I think it was Rick Moranis would wake up in the morning and go to work. His goofy-ass neighbor would be watering her plants. What the Sam Hill? <laughs> but I don't know what it means. Well, I knew it, I knew it was Hill. Maybe not at first. But right. my, my grandma, she she did not cuss. I mean. Which she, grandma were we talking This is Dean Dean. Dean this Dean. is my dad's mom. Okay, yeah. And uh, she would say it all the time. What in the Sam Hill are y'all doing? I'm like, Dean <laughs> you Dean, Dean, Dean you're, was you're cussing. cussing. I, no, I am not. I'm saying Hill. I was like, no. She, <laughs> no, you're she's not. just saying that. I know soul. what you're saying, yeah. Dean Dean. But I, I guess it is Sam Hill. And he was, it, it's a real person, apparently, is what it says. He was, and it's a, it's meant for, it's a euphemism for the devil or okay. hell. So it is, I mean, it does have hell. Sure. Is what it's supposed to mean. But man, I'll tell you what, we stayed the weekend with Dean Dean, like, I mean, every other weekend probably. Y'all were always at Dean Dean's house. And she, she would yell that at me all the time. And I was like, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her. I know she's saying hell. And I finally found out it was hell. And so Dean Dean, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry. After all I know you're looking years, down at me right now saying, yeah, me. see, I told you. you she, she's doing this on move. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. What's she call you, Corey? Or... Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, Corey, Corey, Doherty. Doherty. Everybody I didn't know if that was Doherty. just a Cindy yeah. thing or not. Well, that's actually from Mamaw. It, it, from my mom's mom. Okay. And it kind of just worked down. All my cousins called me that on that side. Okay. She, I always thought it was just She didn't really do it a lot, but I mean, that was one of them. So. Okay. Doherty. God. And if that. she cussed, she'd probably say, hey, you asshole, get back in here. <laughs> so. Doherty. And, and I, 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 your mom better be listening. I'm going to be pissed. But listen, God love it. God love it. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's not listening. She needs to at least hear that part. I always used to say that about little God animals. Those animals. animals. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know. See, like a dog on the side of the road, or whatever it is, or a cat cats that's that lost. Yeah. yeah, God love it. But it wasn't. Oh, God love that cat. It was the the very soft mm-hmm. and L O B E. Right. You know, I don't know that I hear her say that much anymore. Really? Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. God love it. <laughs> is that not exactly how she used to say it? Oh yeah. God love it. That's funny that you remember that. Though. Dude, I'll never forget your mom saying "God love it." Uh, turn a blind eye, right? Yeah, oh, I definitely heard that. Like you ignore a situation, a mm-hmm. fact, or a reality, right? Um, well, I was gonna say something, but I don't want to implicate myself in the court of law. But it can be done in like professions and stuff. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta turn a blind mm-hmm. eye, right? Um, what you don't see, you can't testify against. You're damn right, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning that more and more as my oldest Reagan is now a senior, you know, like pick your own battles. Damn. I should have looked up that one. That's going to be a great one. That's a good one. But it's kind of the same thing is you learn and you'll learn this the more that she becomes Ellie, Ellie or teenager, Ellie, Ellie yeah. teenager in high mm-hmm. school, boys coming over wanting to go out and do parties or whatever. Shit. Um, there are certain things that are worth fighting for. Yeah. And there are certain things where you're just like, good Lord, I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear anything. I'm going to turn blind out of this. We have to do that a lot. And it's, it's made our relationship a hell of a lot stronger. But so back the, a British Naval hero. Okay. The British Navy. Okay. Um, Admiral, admirable. Good Lord. Admiral. admiral. Okay. He may yeah. have been admirable too. He though. might have been. Admiral Horatio Nelson. Solid name. Had one blind eye. Okay. Okay. Once when the British forces signaled him for him to stop attacking a fleet of Danish ships. Okay. He was told to stop attacking these ships. He held up a telescope to his blind eye and said, I did not see the signal. He attacked nevertheless and was victorious. See? So it worked out for him. It actually worked out for him. So like... Back then, whenever this was, they didn't have radios and phones and walkie-talkies. Like, hey, we're not attacking them anymore. I'm sure there was some little thing. And you put that telescope on that one eye. Well, shit, that, I mean, that might hold up in the quarter. I couldn't see him. No. Turned a blind eye. I saw him with the telescope. I mean, he looked. Personally, I appreciate the the admirable Admiral Horatio Nelson. Mm -hmm. Because I've used, I do that all the time, and I've used that. Just turn a blind eye. If I didn't see it, I can't get in trouble for it. Out of sight, out of mind. I I used to... Like, there's certain doctors that I've met Mm -hmm. along the way that uh, are lacking bedside manner. Some of them may be phenomenal doctors, but they may be assholes. But some of them have really pissed off their patients before. And there have been a couple times when I thought that, like, a patient was going to knock 
a doctor mm-hmm. out and like immediately I turn the other way. I'm like, hey, whatever happens, I can come and help them. But like, I don't, I don't know what happened. I was over here getting gloves off the wall. Y'all figure that out. I turned them blind eye. I like that one. Yeah, right? That's a yeah. good one. You're yeah. an example of it. What'd you get? All right, this one is a short one. It's a say uncle. You know, like when you're wrestling. Yeah, it's with like your, a like a mercy. Yeah, it's, of, right? it means surrender, and uh, it's a particularly inex. Now I can't speak. Inexplicable phrase. Okay. And it may trace its origins way, way back to the Roman Empire, actually, is what it says. Okay. When it's believed that children cried out for their patrus or petrus, which I guess would mean uncle back then, and to help them when they were getting bullied. Okay. So if it really started back then, then it's been going on a long time. Oh, he's picking on me. Uncle, uncle. It kind of makes sense, though, because, like, uh, well, you have nephews, Mm -hmm. nieces, or just nephews, Chris? Both. Now, Lexus doesn't have kids. No. So, Chris has got one boy, one girl? Yep. Roughly how old? Five-ish? Yes. Okay. Like, they're not in high school. They're about the same age as your kids. That's what I thought. Um, If they were to call you an Uncle Corey, so-and-so was mean to me, right? You're immediately pissed. Like, there's something about being an uncle Mm -hmm. that just triggers you, and, like, it's like... Especially if you don't have kids and then you're the uncle. You know, like I was like that with Keegan for a long time before I started having kids. But you call the uncle because, you know, mom and dad have to think logical. Like, Like no, we can't go beat up this dad because we got to see him tomorrow at t-ball practice i'm like i don't give a fuck who this kid this dad is or this kid is they don't got to know me they don't never see me again nope calling out for your uncle Mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense i do it i know you would do it for your damn right nephew uncle uncle i i like vaguely remember matt matt used to always pick on everybody Hell yeah, he still does. Yeah, but like, get you in the chokehold yep. and the noogies and all that. Grab your toes. I wonder if he ever made us yell, Uncle. There ain't no telling. I know he thought it was funny as hell, though. Get you over your chest and beat down on your That's what it like was. That. That's what that it was. He used to off. always do that to you, and I'd sit there and just be like, dang. I mean, it would be big funny, dude. and then it would start hurting, and yeah. then... Which I'd makes him and Cindy laugh harder. Yes. Yeah. Well, and eventually she'd be like... Matthew James, quit doing that. Matthew James, God love him. I'm always in trouble. God love yeah. him. That's <laughs> Doherty. Probably what you would say to me after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's consulting you. <laughs> oh, all right, I got another good one, okay? Right. Let's just bury the hatchet, man. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll bury the hatchet. Everybody's heard that one. Stop a conflict and make peace. Mm-hmm. I bury the hatchet. The older I get in life, I realize that I'm not going to get anywhere by being pissed off at somebody. No, it's it's um, only bad for you. I'm yeah, nobody else. Yeah, it's you're hurting and you're pissed for no reason. Mm-hmm. Let's just bury the hatchet. Let's yeah. move on from this. Whatever was bothering us is probably something stupid to begin with. This one date backs to the early times in North America. Okay, when the Puritans were in conflict with the Native Americans. Okay. Okay. When negotiating peace, the Native Americans would bury all of their hatchets. Oh, that's interesting. Their knives, clubs, and of course tomahawks, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Weapons literally were buried and made inaccessible. Okay. <laughs> now, I have a better take on this, and I hope Lionel's listening. If not, I'm going to force him to listen to this. I have a, a buddy of mine who I keep trying to get on, but he's bullshitting me. But he is uh, 
very into his heritage. He's Native American. Okay. Um, he wears turquoise. He's got like the most beautiful, beautiful head of hair that he puts in a braid every day before mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Arguably the coolest guy I've ever met because he knows is very smart, very intricate, like just a cool fucking dude, okay. right? Um, and I think he would agree with me on this. So what I read is that they would bury this stuff to make it inaccessible, right? That's what I just told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my take on it, though, because Americans, us, are mm-hmm. pieces of shit. Yep. We've complete, you know, performed genocide, took over the natives' land and stuff, right? But yes. we try to make it right by having Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, okay? yep. You can't tell me that they weren't burying their hatchets in order to see, like, hey, these people are saying we're going to have some peace, but if not, they think that we don't have all these weapons lying around. I buried a hatchet by that tree. I got a hatchet by that tree. I got a hatchet by that teepee. To be able to dig that bad boy up to start fighting, that's the way I took it when I read it. It, To me, it makes more sense. I feel like this one is a little bit too peaceful. Yeah, you don't see them... Standing in front of each other, and I'm gonna bury this hatchet right here. Yeah, no more fighting. Agreed. No bullshit. I'm gonna go hide That's it over here. Thinking, like, oh no, man, we're good. We buried uh-huh. our hatchets. Yeah. But hey, the hatchet's buried because if you come and start fucking with my land and my family, I'm gonna uproot this hatchet. hatchet That's the way right. I like to look at it. I like I'd, I'd like to do some more research. That's the reason I picked that one because mm-hmm. I have a different take on it. I'd like to know what he thinks about it. I know. I'm gonna have to ask Lionel. Lionel's doing so. We're doing a podcast called cartels and ponytails okay because he knows more about the mexican cartel than anybody i've ever met for some personal reasons and just because he's like i said he knows everything interesting just a really cool dude and he's got the ponytail Mm -hmm. arturo the would you rather guy Uh worked with us and he was like dude cartels and ponytails bruh (laughs) i was like that's what i'm naming this episode (laughs) so i want you to give me another and then i got something for you Okay. It's not a gift, it's a game. Bullshit. Okay, let's see what I got. Okay, this one. Close but no cigar. You know what's funny? Guess what I have uh, in a couple from now. Close but no no cigar. I like it. What you got? I I liked it even more after I found out. Okay, I didn't read that one. I took a screenshot and moved on. Did you not? Yeah. It's, It's pretty interesting. Says legend for this one says that American fairgrounds and carnivals used to hand out cigars for prizes if you tried your hand at a game. How cool! So times I mean, have changed. It, it literally means you were close, but no cigar for you. Wow! I love it, dude. Perfect timing for that because the fair just ended. Yeah. Do y'all are y'all fair goers? We didn't I bet go you this tonight year. Was probably yeah. last night because it usually goes from a Thursday for ten days through the Saturday. Yeah, tonight's the last. Tonight's Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. Tonight's the last night. Why did y'all not go? We didn't go last year. I mean, because COVID and everything. And then we this did. year, it kinda, we did. Yeah, we didn't go. We I didn't grow up going to the fair. Um, no, my mom would always take us to get corn dogs, but for lunch when it's free. But anyways, we that's like our thing. Um, that's the only reason to go. I think that's a lot of the reason. Um, whenever Cassandra and I started getting really serious, as if me and her took Reagan, and that was like our first like probably family outing mm-hmm. when we were dating, and she got to see my interaction with kids and Reagan and like going on the rides and stuff. I can't do rides anymore. I get sick. I'm officially that age. I can't, dude. I get sick. But we go every year, man. So that that's a cool and close but no cigar. Mm-hmm. It's pretty but, interesting. Yeah, so nowadays it would be close but no stuffed animal. 
Yeah, you're telling me a five-year-old one-year game, you're handing him a cigar? Not nowadays. That, that's the world that they live yeah, in. Yeah, that's and I'm sure those kids like there was no smoking age back then at the carnivals. No, no, early 1900s yeah, on no. the boardwalk. Think about that, like yeah, Bucky Dent and all them on the board, oh, like boardwalk yeah. empire. You know uh-huh. those boardwalk games, <clears throat> close kid but yeah. no cigar. That's I can hear cool. him saying it too. I like that. <clears throat> that's a good one. So I'm gonna we're gonna play this new game. So I okay. played last week was our first ever contestant. Okay, Miss Chanel Torres. Okay. For those of y'all that didn't listen last week, go listen to Chanel's uh, podcast. I highly encourage you to buy her book until we meet again on Amazon. It's an awesome story. Um, couldn't be more proud of her for doing what she did and coming on and talking about it. Just, re- just really cool. And I just, I'm a firm believer that uh, when someone passes, it doesn't mean their memory should. And she's doing everything she can to to make his memory Definitely. move on. And I'm not going to get into detail because you need to go listen to the yep. podcast. She was the first contestant. Okay. Okay. Um. For the same game, but different title. Okay. I called that having them say that. Okay. Okay. But I did tell her this is a work in progress, as life is. Yes. And she's a creative, so she she texted me a couple of days ago. She goes, I've uh, really been thinking about like this. Um, what if we called it having said that? Or no. We're, that's what we're on That's right my now. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Who said that? Okay. Okay. That's a little different. Because we had to stay on brand, right? Okay. Yep. And yes, I, I kind of stole the idea of doing something like this from Mr. Ty King mm-hmm. and Ty Down. I'm going for another glass. That's Come so on. good. Um, but now we're going to call it Who Said That? Who Said That? Okay. Yeah. And I do think it fits better. It flows better, right? Okay. Now, is this a like a win and lose game or is this just a... It's life, bro. It's a win and a lose. Yeah, well... Okay, I will tell you we've only had one contestant. That contestant went, uh, she batted a thousand. I don't remember how many I asked her. Okay, so she won. Now, here's the problem, though, okay, is with her, what I did was is I got a hold of her fiancé, Dylan. Okay. And I had him reach out to her family and friends because I don't know any of them. She's not okay. from Lubbock. She's from Kansas. Um, she knew... Dylan, yeah. like what he had to say. But anyways, uh, with you was a little different. So I'm still kind of working on the rules. But the only way to, for me to get everybody that I wanted for you is I had to text you mm-hmm. and say, hey, I need all these people's phone numbers. Don't ask. Okay. So you're already like a step ahead. Okay. Chanel didn't even know I was playing any game. Yeah. Right. So you kind of have a little bit of a head start. Start because you know at least the group of people. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm still going to come. Okay. We'll try. Before we even get started, though, this is way off topic, but this is having said that with Lander Griffith, right? Marty, a glass of whiskey down. Okay. I have a question. I don't even know why, but I was sitting at work today. This random uh, thought came to mind, and I'm like, if anybody could answer this question for me, it would be Corey. So I'm going to wait till he comes over later or not. All right. I was in my backyard. What is today? Saturday. Saturday. It's probably Thursday night. It wasn't last night because I came home from work and went to bed. And like there's like some little holes and shit in the backyard. Mm -hmm. It looked like a rodent had been in my backyard. Okay. I'm just curious. Uh Have you ever had any sort of uh, like experience with rodents or any random animals that are not like a dog or cat in your backyard? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I feel like maybe you could help me out with my problem later. Or like, I don't know what's... What was that? 
A prairie dog? Prairie dog. What are you talking about? Well, we might have had one in our backyard. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah they're mean. So I, I, When I, I text the big group of people and I ask for, tell me something funny, tell me an inside joke, tell me something Did sweet Did she send sincere. you the video? I don't care what it is. I just uh-huh. want something okay. that y'all can say about this specific guest. I've yes. done that for a few guests who are coming up too, right? Okay. Um. Sadly enough, and I'm calling her out, uh-huh. your wife, your bride, uh-huh. never answered the damn text. Uh-huh. Right? I sent that text two or three weeks ago. Okay. Um, so <coughs> I did. <coughs> I, te- mm-hmm. I texted her uh, two days ago, three days ago. And uh-huh. all I did was just say, hey, reminder. She yeah. knew what I was talking about. She said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I thought, you know, whatever. She said, I've got gold for you. Yeah. All she did was send me a video. Yeah, that's all she had to do. It was a two-minute video. Um, She wanted me to, and I think it's not a horrible idea, but to like put the recording on the microphone, but it's two minutes, and I don't want to lose people's attention. Yeah, and when you see it, though, it's a little bit different than what you're hearing. It's okay, because this video will wind up on Facebook. I figured. Okay, so all y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Get on Facebook. Bullshit. Apparently, what happened, and I don't know how in the hell. Where, where do you like? Where bouts of towns do you live? Where about? Where about? We, we live? live like half a mile from you. Thought so. Yeah, like 90, just right over yeah. by one hundred third and in between Upland and. Okay, that's yeah. where I thought that that was. Yeah. Right by that high school. Somehow, a prairie dog uh-huh. winds up in your backyard. Yes. Right. Prairie dog, groundhog. Uh, what those? I feel like there's another. They get name. run over on the street all the damn yeah. time. Whatever they are. And Corey is in the backyard trying to chase this stupid fucking thing down with a box, and he's yelling at it. Dick. He's like, come on in here, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, come wow. on, you you go get back in this box right here. <laughs> if I've ever sounded more hick, it's, it was in that video. I laugh so hard more at your voice. <laughs> but you're chasing this bad boy down, yeah. and it's like two minutes, it goes all over. Then you're like, oh my God, it better not go in that backyard. <laughs> She's like, don't worry, babe, I close the back door. The video cut off. Did we catch the thing? Yes, I got it out. In Into the box. The box. And, and then I took it out in the alley and flicked it. Because it played dead. Just in the alley? Yeah. So it could got right back in your house? Yeah, well, I, I don't... You didn't think about that, I was just you? ready for it to get out. I thought that was the funniest thing. So that that was actually... I mean, I should have let the dog the get it. All right. All right. You ready? So you're one for one. That yeah, was like I knew that one was moment. coming when you said you had some holes pop yeah. up in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Jessica. I do have another question for you. Okay. Um, you ever drove a Nissan Altima by any chance? That was my second vehicle. It was your second vehicle. Was is it still running or like no. what happened to that one? That one definitely got into two wrecks, two bad wrecks. So it depends. <laughs> what about Are we the time talking you about the time it? that what about I, time you totaled it? Okay, well, first of all, so who, 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 who I hit? Who's texting me about this? Matt, one hundred percent. The big Corey's because he who is Matt? That's my stepdad. Okay, and he he doesn't have a video of this, but I know it is ingrained in his mind because I'm driving. I just get a new cell phone. Go to Sprint. We leave. <laughs> and I'm, on 80 second on slide, you're word for word with yes. the story. 80 second slide going towards Frankfurt. Yep. And I, sure enough, I want to play on this phone. Touch screen. They're new. Yeah. And red light at Chicago. He stops. I'm not paying attention. I look up. 
fear and terror are in my eyes. And I, that's what he said he saw. And sure enough, I just plow in the back of his truck. Like and yes, funny. it totaled my vehicle. Nothing it's funny to his. that you that you because nobody was hurt. No, that you were like so excited about a phone, like you're 16 years old yeah. now. Like how old are you? Probably mid 20s. No. no, early 20s. I had okay, no, I had the rodeo. You had the rodeo for a while. Yeah, okay, that's right. So I probably was about twenty twenty one. Yeah, I didn't get my first iPhone. I'll never forget it. I was twenty two years old. This, this was my a shitty touchscreen too. It wasn't an iPhone. Oh, it wasn't an not, iPhone? No, that's hilarious. It was like a Samsung. That's what he said. You he total ran into the back of my company truck yes. and totaled his car. Yeah, that is. I didn't. Fucking I didn't gold. get a ticket. The cop laughed and thought it was funny that I had hit my dad. And was he pissed? No, he was. He might have been not with me, but I mean, he thought it was kind of funny. I mean, after he talked, it was his, his company truck. Fine, he didn't give I mean, a shit. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't his car. I mean, I could only imagine what he saw though, because I felt terror. That's and, hilarious. We yeah. hit that fan, dude. I'm dying. Yeah. All right. And I hope it doesn't mess up the mic. It won't. Okay. One more question. Okay. Okay. This has nothing to do with anybody, right? Okay. Another okay. random question. Uh huh. What slithers on the ground and will make you burn your house down? <laughs> Definitely a snake. I don't even know. That was mad as well. He, said, he, he sent that text and sent another. Also, ask him what slithers on the ground and will burn your house down. LOL. Oh, he hates snakes. I oh. Mean, he doesn't want anything to do with them. I didn't know that about him. Well, he had, he found one in the backyard and it was on his smoker under this bar that he had made. Mm-hmm. And he, he was ready to burn it down. So I had to go out there. I got the snake out and got it away. But he, I mean, he's like he's getting gas. No, he, he's ready. He, he does that's not want hilarious. to be around snakes. Want them? Nope. That's the devil. Okay. Ask Corey. Okay. Where he would be if he woke up locked in a dark holy place. That's my mom. <laughs> that, is, that is not my fault. Poor child was traumatized. Yes. LOL. She traumatized me. We were at church. It ends. I'm asleep on the pew. So they go and they're going to eat in the dining hall or whatever they were doing after church. It was in the church still. But they shut the doors, turned off the lights. And I want to say they locked the doors. And I woke up in church. Shouldn't be scared, but I was scared to death, screaming, crying. I I I like how you said, like, you shouldn't be scared, but... You know, we grew up going to church a lot too, uh-huh. and uh, my my parents are very involved with the church, smaller one, kind of like where y'all mm-hmm. went out in Walford. But yeah, it's, I went to y'all's a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad actually helped build that mm-hmm. by hand, so like we were there a lot. When those lights are, that's a big building, and when you like, we used to always play um, hide and go seek mm-hmm. in all the pews and stuff. And even if you know your brothers are hiding in a pew, yeah. there's two hundred pews yes. to choose from. When those lights are off in that big-ass sanctuary, that's creepy, There's dude. There's no windows. No, that is creepy. Yes. That is hilarious. So, that may be why I don't go to church. <laughs> there it is. That That's yeah, why. That's so I've got t- two words for you. Okay. Okay. White eclipse. <laughs> Alexis. <laughs> I don't know. I, all this, that's all it says. <laughs> two words, white eclipse. That's from Alexis. I know one. It's one hundred percent from Alexis. Uh, that one, I, I <laughs> shit. I don't think that I should say that. If, if she, you're not comfortable, I think we should at least talk about this off air. But that's all it says is two words: white eclipse, calm or 
parentheses or solar eclipse? Well, she's talking about my brother. I can say that. Okay. okay. Mooning? He would moon sometimes. Yeah. You know what? Seems pretty fitting for Chris. It's okay. I think, and I'm going to tell you why here in a minute. Okay. If this is going to embarrass Chris, then we need to do I, this well, I, That's why I'm There's I'm a reason, that. and I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. So you want me to tell it? Yes. Okay. So, I, and I don't know when we realized this, but he would do that. He would jump into the pool and, you know, moon you. Yeah, and for sure. Shit. Sounds just and, like Chris, honestly. And I'm not sure when me and Alexis realized this, but he, on his butthole, <laughs> it looks like it is... <laughs> It looks like it's bleached. And I'm sorry, Chris. This no. is like, blame Alexis for this. Listen to this. You know what's hilarious? You know who's listening to this right now? Probably Ty. Ty King. Uh-huh. And you know who else is listening to this? Is Parsons listening? Ty, Ty Parsons. Parsons, dude. He's they, <laughs> and they I know pro- him and Chris. Ty talk. might. Ty Parsons might know, and Ty King might too. But Ty, Ty Parsons Ty. been around a long, long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> So sorry, Chris. I kind of hope that just between Ty and Ty, <laughs> it, it'll get to Ty him. squared. I not only do I want like before y'all text Chris <laughs> and be like, "Holy shit, what's up with that wide eclipse?" I want y'all to send a group text to everybody other than Chris, include Jessica, oh, include everybody, and then everybody start fucking with Chris about the wide eclipse, <laughs> dude. That is so funny. I'm sorry. That blame Alexis, Chris. If you, this comes to that you, was 100 percent Alexis. So she said that Corey used to convince me to eat ridiculous things growing up. That's one memory she has about uh-huh. you. I think is funny. She said he convinced me to eat canned cat food, cat food by yeah. trying it first. He definitely <laughs> pretended to put it in his mouth. Said it tasted like chicken. And then he proceeded to die laughing when I immediately ate it. Yeah. Sounds like a brother thing. Yeah. So you remember uh, there. Whatever. Somebody we grew up with, I don't even remember who it was, but they had a little sister. Okay. Okay. This is like we were like in second grade. Okay. We made Kool Aid, mm-hmm. lemonade, excuse me, and we put um, food coloring. Mm-hmm. Not me and you. Okay. I was like, I don't no, remember no, no. this. Not okay, me and you. Okay, okay. And we, we made this lemonade green because it'd be fun. We happened to get food coloring all over our hands, so our hands were covered in grease. So we went and told his little sister that it was monster blood, right? And if you drink it, you'll turn into a monster. It's lemonade. And I'll never forget this poor little girl was probably like six, maybe five, drinking this and bawling her eyes out because she did not get to turn into a monster like me and him. (laughs) It's so fucking hilarious, man. Second instance, we were at our grandparents' house in Mulberry. And in our grandparents' house in a mulberry tree. They had mulberry trees around there. Okay, she yeah. worded that weird. Alexis, let's work on our uh, English. Yeah. That's pretty bad grammar. We were going to eat it. You already know what we're talking about, right? Hundred percent. But there were bugs all over them. No protein. worries, he said. Oh, it's not a deal. It's just protein. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she sent like three pages yeah. worth of text. Your well, sister loves you, man. Ones. That's awesome. I still can't believe she sent the white eclipse on that. It's funny. Uh, there's a couple here, but those are, we decided to play in the mud behind the house after mom straight up said no. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, sometime after we recovered head to toe in mud, Mm -hmm. mom realized where we were, Mm -hmm. yelled at us to come inside and handed out spankings. Yes. Great parenting, Cindy. I'm proud of you. I cried 
Corey laughs, so he got two instead <laughs> just a one. The funny part afterwards is when Corey asked me why I cried when I said it happens with all the sass, I said, well, I only got spanked once. How did you get so many? So she's upset that she got multiple spankings. <laughs> I mean, that you did. Yeah. I want to fit in. I want to get multiple spankings. She was my buddy. That's hilarious, man. <clears throat> so I will say as a second contestant, you're also batting a 1,000. All right, I'll take it. One thing you'll notice real quick. Okay. Uh, your wife, Jessica, participated. Yes. Your sister had. I, she I way noticed, participated. I noticed one that was missing. Alexis way participated. Like, yeah. she went over the top. And she I always love does. That. That, that's Alexis to me. I yes. miss Alexis. She was, like, I love yes. picking on her growing up. And I remember right after we graduated, we went and watched her do Homecoming and uh-huh. all that. Um, your mom. Yep. Matt. Yep. Um the other Jessica, too, told me she had some great ones because mm-hmm. I got a hold of her, too. She just never sent them. Okay. Whatever. Um, we've only met like three times. So I didn't yeah, I can't I hold it over her head. The, in this group text, I was like, Chris, I know you've got some good stories. And he said, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, man. This is in the group text that I have with your entire family. And uh-huh. it's so funny. He said, I don't send texts. Okay. <laughs> so he, he sent me a text saying he doesn't send texts, which yes. I find very ironic. He said, What's your schedule look like tomorrow? I'm going to call you, tell you some stuff you can write them down and do with what you will. But I just, he said, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't text. And then your mom immediately, like, clearly there's some bad blood between the two of them because he won't text your mother back. Text your mother, Chris, because she goes, he is 100% correct. I can hear Cindy saying that. He does not answer texts. So I said, well, I work tomorrow, but feel free to leave me a voicemail, man. I'll just go off of that. You know what he said? I don't leave voicemails. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you, Chris? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wanted to hear his, but I will tell tell my best Chris Miller story. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I didn't grow up with him to have funny stories like I'm sure no. a lot of the guys did. He's, what, three years older than us? Yeah, he was too cool for us. He was we way too cool. Yeah. But I feel like he secretly loved us. Yeah, he did. So, he was a lifeguard at a Texwater Rampage. Um. He drove, I'll never forget, a red Dodge. Yep. There was a badass truck, at least single for us. Cap. Yeah, yep. single cab truck, right? And he had to show up because Water Rampage opened at noon. Mm-hmm. He had to show up at like 11, 15, 11, 30. They would help set up yep. and get the park going. So we rode with him because we wanted to go swimming that day. Okay. We were 15. I don't know. It's a fact we were 15. Okay. Okay, so we get there. There was a storm the night before, so they had to clean up and get all the branches off the water and stuff. So we're just sitting in a truck minding our own business waiting for him to tell us we can come in and go swimming. And uh, he says, hey, I left my whistle at the house. Y'all lived in Wolfworth, Texas, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Brownfield Highway will almost get you straight to the house, right? And he throws me the car keys. I've never drove a day in my life. My parents were like, you're not driving at 15. You don't drive till you're 16 unless we're, you know, like the law. My crazy parents obey the law. And Chris, I said, dude, I'm not really comfortable doing this. He said, he laughed out loud and he said, man, let's not kid ourselves. Corey don't look like he's 16. <laughs> you really don't, but you look more like you're 16 than Corey because he looks like he's 13. Yes. Right? So I'm terrified, bro. And we're driving. This was before Brownfield Highway was what it is today. It's like uh-huh. a two-lane road. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. It, was it, it wasn't Marshall Sharp, yeah, right? 100%. But I was still terrified. I just remember like sitting up, 10 and 2, driving, scared out of my fucking mind. And so we we go to um, Jesus Christ. There was this 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 
shop where one of Chris's friends worked that we both knew. I swear to you, like I, I swear, I swear to you, it was Ty Parsons. If it wasn't Ty that. Parsons, it uh-huh. was somebody else. But it was someone of Chris's age that I had also known. Okay. Um, like for some reason, Lance Bandevere sticking out, but I don't think I, for some reason I was thinking it was Ty Parsons. And we drove to there, which is like a mile from your house. So it's like a a white storage building. There was like a like where the the administration building was for the longest time. You know, yep. I'm talking about yep. Caddy Corner from that. So okay. we're not too far from yeah. your house growing up. And I remember pulling into there, and we were telling whoever, whoever it, was, it was. I think it was Ty. Like, if, I, I hope Ty remembers this. And if it's not, maybe you'll shoot me a text and just say, "Hey, man, I never worked in that building, so I could move on from it." Anyways, it doesn't matter because we were like, "Dude, like Landry scared." I don't. I don't ride. remember this. Yeah, I remember that. But, like, what my thought was is, like, he'd be like, oh, well, I'm 16. I'll do it. My co-worker will follow me. We got you, bro. We'll yeah. go get it. And, like, it was, like, this weird cold shoulder. He's like, oh, that, no, that's crazy, man. So I had to continue driving. We drove all <laughs> the way to your parents' house, picked up Chris's whistle, because uh, heaven forbid, and drive back there. But that was, honest to God, to this day, one of the scariest moments of my entire life. I'm kind of surprised that he did that. I am, too. Let- like, he really wanted that fucking whistle. I guess. And he trusted me. And, like, we were 15. I know we were 15 because yeah. I remember thinking, like, I hadn't got my permit yet, but we were close well, shit, to you it. Were, I was probably 14 then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just remember driving and thinking, like, That's I can't funny. fucking believe I'm doing this. Like, it's one of the scariest things that. in my life. <laughs> Everybody worked at Water Rampage. Oh, dude. Yeah, like, than us. Probably some of the most fun I've ever had is working at Water Rampage. That year yeah. we worked is... Sam and me and Sam, some dumbass out there trusted me and Sam fucking Hurley at 18 years old to run a fucking water park. You had the best of all worlds, though. Because everybody that's been to Water Rampage, you know the two blue slides, right? Yep. The bottom of those slides is called the splash pool. Mm -hmm. And when you were, because we did 30-minute rotations, Mm -hmm. station to station, but at the bottom of it, that was the only place in the entire water park as a lifeguard that you had to be in the water. Yes. Right to watch kids because yep. for the sole purpose of whenever a kid was sitting in a parent's lap, you had to run over there, grab the kid off the parent's yep. lap so they don't go into water. And you, for some reason, I don't understand, you were a lifeguard, but you hated being in the water. Yeah, and the only reason I passed my lifeguard test is because of your old, old girlfriend, Katrina. Mm-hmm. We took the test together. Y'all did take that together. And I couldn't finish my laps, and I told her, just count it. Just count it. And oh, she, she hated me. Oh, hated your guts. She did it for me. That's awesome. And so that's how I <laughs> Good to know, yeah. because you hated being in the water at the last time. You're not cheating, you're not winning. <laughs> you clearly listen to some of mine on March yeah. podcast. You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But I'll never forget that. So whenever, every time you would have to be in the splash pool, ironically enough... That rotation wasn't quick enough. I didn't appreciate that as a boss, and I would make everybody rotate again to sprint. I didn't spend a lot of time there. No, because your two best friends yeah. were your bosses, and we would get you out of that splash pool as quick as we could. And we did some crazy stuff at that place. We did some stupid stuff. So I found out. Do you, I don't know if you remember his name. His name was um, Shane. I can't remember his last name. He was there the last year we were there. Shane. Okay. Is he our age? No, or? he's a lot older. Oh, okay, okay. But he's a he sent in. He oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can see his face right now. Yeah, real nice guy. He was actually telling me, uh, Bo, Bo, dead. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. do that. My question was, is, did he have a drug overdose, that fucking piece of shit? And I don't even care. Mm, yes. Unfortunately, he passed from cancer. But he, he was an asshole, and I don't care. He screwed me out of my yeah, bonus he, he check was last a, year. He was not a good guy. <laughs> no. What, do you remember his wife's name? I have no idea. I, I, I can see her. Oh, that wasn't her, his wife. No, you're thinking of the other lady that worked there. She is crazy as hell. That was not his wife? Debbie. Okay, yeah. Debbie. And that was not his wife? No. I thought it was a husband Mm-mm. and wife. No, absolutely not. Well, shit, I don't know. They are probably banging on the side. More than likely, because no. I, I could have swore they were. No, absolutely, that was not his wife. Okay. So, anyways, congratulations on being the second testament on who said that. Um, you are a winner. Winner. Um, you don't win anything. You win a cheers to me drinking okay. and you being a vagina. Yeah, well, I had one. Don't call me out like that. I've got a few more um, things, but I got a question. Do you want me to continue with a couple funny stories or should I end with the funny stories and go with a couple more facts? Facts. Like our. Man. Let me do. Let, let me do one. Let me do one. With it. You're the leader. The whole nine yards, right? You okay. ever heard the term "the whole nine yards"? You know, I've heard it, but I don't think I. I so, like, there, there's even it. a movie about it. Uh-huh. There's actually two movies. The whole ten yards makes no sense, but the whole nine yards is actually a really good movie with Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've heard the saying before, right? Yeah. And essentially, like, what it means is, if you give it, I went the whole nine yards. I gave it the whole nine yards, all out. No holds barred. I gave everything I had the whole nine yards. Okay? Okay. Back in the day, so like the comparison I always use when I explain this one would be um, that movie Gone with the Wind. Put yourself in that time period. Okay. okay? So when they go out and have these big dances at their estates and shit, Mm -hmm. the women's dresses were insane, right? It's exactly right. You can't see Corey, but he just did like, yeah. Poofy and just all decked out. If... An entire spool, and I'm sure it's the same way to this day, but a fabric, an entire spool of fabric is nine yards. So if you were the elite of the elite as far as money goes and social status, whenever you had your custom dress made, because those were custom dresses back then, then you would they would say, hey, how much, this? I want the whole nine yards. So that's like an elite status. Give it my all. I don't give a shit. I've got the money. I've got the power, whatever. So if you were able to wear a dress that took the whole nine yards of fabric in that one spool. Yeah, it's like you you just you're driving your Lambo or your G series or something. Okay. Good one, right? Because I think I use the whole nine yards quite a bit as far as these sayings go. I don't know that I've ever used it. I know I've heard it. It's a good movie too, which has nothing to do with anything, but that's a good one. Give me one more. All right, I'll give you one more. Get the hell out of Dodge. I've heard that one a thousand times. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> well, Dodge City, of course, is a place in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Dodge City? Dodge City. City, yes. So, ironically enough, like the reason I just looked up so quick, you know who's from Dodge City? No. My previous guest that I just oh. spoke about, Miss Chanel Torres, Torres, is from Dodge City. All the more reason that's a sign that you need to listen to my last week's podcast. Yeah. That's actually where her and Dylan met. They met in, in, in Dodge City, City Kansas, when oh, Dylan cool. was playing baseball there. That was your chance. It's Having a little creepy right that. there. Damn it. <laughs> I get so pissed, man. I hear it on TV shows all the time. Big Brother, like, there's a guy who said all the time, they always say, that being said. Yeah. yeah. JP, fuck you, by the way. JP, my buddy, always yeah. says that being said because he knows it makes me mad. But, like, it should be having said that, right? But I just missed my own opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry. Okay. 
So, <clears throat> I mean, it really, I guess it really doesn't have anything to do with Dodge City. It does in the TV show that it apparently came from. That A TV and a radio series called Gunsmoke. It was, I don't know how they, it was a, used as a command thrown at villains is how they put it on okay. here. And they would say, get the hell out of Dodge. They're mm-hmm. trying to get them out of their city or wh- whatever mm-hmm. it was. So, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. But it's one that everybody's heard. Get the hell said. out of Dodge. Yeah. It's Dodge City, Kansas. Yeah. You're on vacation and y'all are tired. You're ready to go. All right, it's time to get the hell out of Dodge. That's fucking crazy. So, I wouldn't have, like, I could think of a lot of things of what I thought that would be. I wouldn't think it was from Dodge City, Kansas. That's like population 20, maybe 30,000. It's small. Yeah, I didn't tiny little town. It ain't the history of Dodge City. It ain't but. some big metropolis like Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Caught red handed? Yep, I have been. I mean,. Is that what you're thinking? We've all been caught right <laughs> right? Hey, Ginger, you got any burritos I could have? <laughs> Used to indicate that a person has been discovered in in or just after the act of doing something wrong or illegal, right? You were yep. caught red-handed. Yep. There was an old law stating this is, of all the ones that I researched, I thought this was probably the coolest, okay? okay. Old law stating that someone butchered an animal that didn't belong to him. So this is back like, you got to think nowadays it's not like that. If we want meat, we want to United. Right. I've got a United a mile from here one way and a mile here the other way, right? Like red meat red is meat. very yeah. Yeah, yeah. easily accessible. But back in the day, bartering, right? Your, your, your livestock was not only a way of life, but like, hey, oh, you've got... Mm-hmm. You know, some you're harvesting wheat and honey and yeah, hay and all exactly. that shit. Tobacco. I've got a yeah. cow. Let's trade, right? Mm-hmm. Tobacco. That's a good one. Yeah. So, if someone butchered an animal okay. that did not belong to him, he would only be punished if he was caught with the blood on his hands. Oh, wow. If he was caught with the meat, but his hands were clean, couldn't good. be punished because you couldn't quite prove it. So you're caught red-handed, like, fuck, yeah, yeah it was me. Was I'm wondering, like, back then, that's probably punishable by death. But yeah, like, if if you're, you you have your cows, and I know you have them, and you know that I killed it, and I know you killed it, I'm like, motherfucker, I just washed my hands, bitch. <laughs> All I can do is flip that's you good. off and say good luck next time, and you can't even be mad at me. So that's why I caught red-handed, because my hands are red from the blood. Crazy how things change. That's a good one, right? I'm going to end with this one, although I have a few more. I'm not going to end with it. I got a few more. I don't give a shit. Okay. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Okay. Yeah, I've heard it. I don't understand it. So, like, uh, it's like if you, people who find faults in everything, right? Okay. Like, I give you, I don't know, like, what if. I love to cook, right? Here's a good example. I love to cook. It's one of my passions. I I, I, I like to cook for myself. I like to cook for my family, but I love to cook meals to give to people. Okay. I've done lasagnas and stuff for mm-hmm. multiple people who had babies and stuff. It's just fun for yeah, me. I like, I just take pride in that. Okay. Let's say I, I make you and Jessica lasagna, right? And then you tell me thank you. Mm-hmm. And I leave, and you tell Jessica, like, hey, this is pretty good but like the edges were burnt a little bit mm-hmm. and she's like dude don't look a gift horse in the mouth right so one way you can tell if a horse is healthy or not actually the best indicator is how healthy they're how good their teeth are right yeah so when when someone's buying a mare or a horse or a shetland whatever it is i honestly Damn. didn't know i knew that many uh terms uh-huh. for horses till just now i'm kind of proud of myself 
first thing that a good rancher cowboy will do is pull up their gums and look to see how healthy their teeth are. Yeah. Much like ourselves. Clean gum lines, um, straight teeth, or they clean the teeth themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll tell you how healthy a horse is. Okay. okay? Before you spend thousands of dollars on this right. horse. But if I say, you know what, Corey, I've got too many horses. Why don't you take this horse from me? If your first reaction as a gift is to go and look at those teeth, uh-huh. that kind of makes you a piece of shit. Because yes. it's like, just accept what's given to so you. So you're telling me you're not going to take it if you look at the teeth. Yeah, exactly. It's a free, like, you don't. I don't care what you do with this horse. You know, it's a gift. It's something that I thought of you, and I'm going to give it to you. So you never look a gift horse okay. in the mouth. That, never, that explains it better for me. Never judge a free lasagna by the <laughs> by the burnt crust. <laughs> Eat the inside of it. Just eat the inside. <laughs> and tell me it's the best. David Owens and Ashley Owens, when they had a kid, I took them one. They both texted me and said, this is the best lasagna I've ever had. Okay. Oh. That was for their oldest, Emmy, who I believe is Ranger's age. We're looking at four or five. Okay. So for four or five years, I've convinced myself, based off of their text, that I make the best lasagna they've ever had. Hands down. It may be the worst lasagna they've ever had, but you know what? They didn't look at gift horse in the mouth. They accepted that gift horse and made me feel like I made a good lasagna. And that's what you should do. So I'll, I'll make you lasagna. Y'all like lasagna? I'm waiting on mine. I'll make you one. Okay. Just don't burn the edges. Well, don't look gift horse in the mouth. You got any more? Because I got some funny stuff here. Yeah, but not very good ones. You go. Let me see what you got. I quiet. <laughs> I thought you had more phrase. But it hurts my eyes. So laugh, because it, it won't hurt <laughs> anymore. What's funny is that you remember the words exactly. Because I do. Because We went, like people don't understand, Corey and I's friendship goes way, not only as far back, but like deeper, right? Like yes. We've been through hell and back together yes. first of all you were one person that if some shit goes down that yeah. i can call and i know you'll absolutely be there so but we were fucking stupid as little kids man but yes. we when i was growing up personally for those of y'all don't know my dad was very involved with friendship pony baseball so like pony i don't think exists anymore but uh like it's the equivalent of little league yes. little league a and lot of people don't understand that. little league isn't is an, is an organization yes. people don't understand that um so he was the president of the league, so five days a week. Because back mm-hmm. then, and now, I'm not super religious, but I don't like this. Lots of baseball stuff actually plays on Wednesdays and Sundays. We grew up, you did not yeah, schedule yeah. games or practice. You weren't allowed to in pony baseball, right? But at least five days a week. Yep. 5.30, we'd show up. My mom wasn't an announcer, or mm-hmm. she would work the uh, concession yes. stand. My dad was making sure everything was run well. We played. You play. You yep. played on the Pirates a lot. I played on the Mariners. I played on the Red Sox, which is why I'm a big Red Sox fan. It's the first team I ever played on. Mm-hmm. You and I played on the White Sox together. I want to get there here in a second. Okay. Um, even if, I don't even know if we have any more listeners, but I don't give a fuck because it's about me and you, right? Yep. Uh, anyways, we were bored out of our mind. You were spending the night with me. Uh-huh. Um, your parents, I, my guess is we had a game and Matt and Cindy had already left. You stayed with us, but we had to leave until the last game. Or we had to stay to the last game. But somebody Every was time. playing, though. I mean, it's probably Gentry then. It it's probably, probably Gentry then. Gentry was playing, but we were sitting in my mom's car. Was it a Suburban? Yep. Okay, yes. The Red Suburban. Yep. That, that, I wish my mom still had that. I'd yep. try to share that today. But you start making up the stupidest song because, like, <laughs> I don't even know if you still do it, but if you don't, <laughs> really? I'm going to tell your wife, Jessica. 
make Corey sing because <laughs> they do use them. You used to make it the funniest songs <laughs> in the world, but for some reason, like we're just sitting there bored, and you just start. I cry, <laughs> but it hurts my eyes. And it's like the stupidest thing, and no one will think that's funny, but that was one of the funniest songs in the world. So I'm going to fast forward to something else that I think is hilarious, okay? Sure. Do you remember the show Jackass? Yes. Uh, okay. It became really famous. I'll never forget, we were in eighth grade. And the reason I remember that is there's this kid, Leighton Torres. Mm-hmm. Um, him and I became really good friends at the little stupid dance party we was doing junior high. Yeah. I spent the night with him when we were watching the first ever episode of Jackass, and he was in seventh grade. I was in eighth grade. Yeah, That's how we were younger. Right? Yeah. We used to love making Jackass videos. Me, you, we be, like there were some that we made. With, I will never forget with Blake Williamson and Ty Pendergrass, uh-huh. um, where we went to the mall and did a bunch of stupid yes. shit. Um, I'm, we made a lot with Julian Neal. Yes. Um, Random people, right? Yeah, everybody, anybody that was in our friend When we were in high school, if if we were hanging out, I, I always brought a There's camera. A video camera. Matt West. God, we made yeah. some fucking stupid videos with Matt. Yes. I had a project due in Mr. Ordropolis's class in freshman year. Okay, she was an English mm-hmm. teacher. Um, you and I did it together. We read a book. Mm-hmm. God, I, I had the name of the book on the tip of my tongue. I'll think of it in a second. But... What it was, it was something that happened in California. This is the book, right? Yeah. Um, and this uh, scientist had had uh, had cross path a butterfly and a moth. Yes. So it's oh. it's called the blue butterfly. Is that what it was? Almost positive. Please Google that. Okay, it was, it's something the butterfly. Um. But it like had had you know traits and techniques of a moth. Okay. Biggest indicator were these two bad boys right here. Mm-hmm. They were uh, antennas of a moth on a butterfly. <laughs> so we, you and I made the best video. Did you look it up? Yeah, well, yeah it's it was called loaded. the blue butterfly. The blue butterfly. That's what I thought. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, shout out, Mr. Georgeopolis. That class was so much fun. Well, so this we, one's a movie, so I don't know. It turned into a movie because okay. we watched okay. a movie in class. It started from a book, right? Okay. okay. So we made this awesome video. It's like a nine-minute video for a school project you and I did that talked about the book. We did a few things. We did this and that. The Crocodile Hunter was a very big show at the time. So we created a spoof called... The Butterfly Hunter. No, the Butterfly Hunter. Oh, yes. okay. You were the Butterfly <laughs> yes, Hunter. I was the Butterfly <laughs> You broke that blue piece of styrofoam. Crocky. Crocky. <laughs> they fingers. always get away. <laughs> Anyways, like that's not what's funny. It's funny to me and you. Yes. Funniest part of this whole story is I turned my project in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or we turned our project yeah. in. Okay. I remember how it worked back then, but yeah. This is way before DVDs and all that bullshit. So it recorded on a smaller cassette, yes, and you, too. I had this device that could put it into a VCR. You yes. put that into a bigger VCR device. So Mr. Droplus calls you and I into our class on Monday morning. She said, "Listen." <laughs> Okay. All of it. I really enjoyed what I watched over the weekend. The problem is, we do not have a version, or I did not see anything about a project. I saw a lot of stuff I didn't necessarily want to see, but I enjoyed a good laugh. I forgot that. It was a video. We were at your house. Matt and Cindy were gone. Julian Neal was spending the night. Is me, you, and June? I think Julian. Yeah. Okay. We convinced Julian Neal. That if he were to get an umbrella and hold it in his hands and jump off your roof, the umbrella would slow him down like a yes. parachute, right? 
And he was like iffy about it. We're like, dude, we already did it. We did it right before you got here because I got there before Julian did. Mm-hmm. We're filming it. And he jumped off that roof and landed flat on his ass. I swear to God, you he broke his it. tailbone. Yes. There's no way he didn't broke his tailbone. No. Right? So she saw that. The funniest part is, is I had to take a piss in the corner of the yard. Uh-huh. You just had to film it. <laughs> yeah. So your our teacher saw us. Saw penis was. <laughs> we saw Matt West um, from that same video getting racquetballs hit at him yep. with bare ass mm-hmm. and all that. That was I don't know why I, I forgot that. that you gave her that tape. Yes, and but like all I wanted to watch was the first great. nine minutes. I think what happened is you and I watched the first nine minutes and, and I ended. gave it to her yes. without rewinding. Yeah, our kids would listen like, "What's rewind me?" Yeah. What's a VCR? What's a v- what's a cassette tape that goes mm-hmm. inside a, v- a VHS? Okay. Now hold on. Do you still have all those tapes? No, but I don't not have them. Like I never got rid of them. So they when I was could be prepping something. this podcast, I'm ninety percent sure I know exactly where they are. Okay. Um, and I need to get over there yeah. pretty soon and find those because that was gold. Yes. Classic. Okay. One memory I have of you. Probably the in your narr- I bet you when I tell the story, you're not gonna have a clue that this happened. Okay. I know, and I mentioned this earlier that you and I became friends when we were pretty young. We've mm-hmm. never been able to figure out. I feel like we probably knew each other before fifth grade, but let's it just was say we did. Yeah, okay. It was, okay. We yep. definitely became friends in fifth grade because all the three elementary schools met up at Bennett Intermediate, not yep. Bennett Elementary. And we were in the For same fifth grade. pod. We had the same pod. Yeah. Do you remember our teachers' names? No. Really? No. I um, mean, I once or said I remember. Miss Pickerel? Okay, yes. Miss Vanderberg? Yes. Chris Vanderberg's mom. I don't know who that is. Okay. And I don't think that that's correct at all. Me? Yeah. What I just said? Chris Vanderberg? Yeah, I don't yeah. even know who that is. You sure? It doesn't matter. But you, do you know, remember the third teacher? Guy. Miss Fontenot. Miss Fontenot. Yeah, I, you know I looked her up on Facebook. You're damn right, you a, did. Quite a few years ago, and I think <laughs> I found find her? her. But I don't know where she ended up. I, I mean, she it was, a long was time ago. okay from kindergarten through every even post high school. She is so hot. She was very pretty. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Fontenot, right? Yes. Anyways, that's way off subject. So we had their their pod together, right? But mm-hmm. you and I weren't in the same class. We still move from class to class but you stay with the same group but we still all yeah. knew each other but i'll never forget this to the day i die i think about this all the time okay for some reason all three of those teachers classes were sitting in miss vanderberg class one day okay okay she was the math mm-hmm. picker was reading Fontenot was english okay okay so we're all sitting in the math class for whatever reason and you were like dude i just don't want to be here anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready to go home and like okay but like School's almost out. I don't know what time it was, but like it's not that big of a deal. We can tough it out for a few more minutes. Mm-hmm. You're like, dude, I, I'm gonna get out of here. Okay, <laughs> keep on wearing fifth grade. You did. You just you remember that? Did you forget yeah. about that? Yeah, I did forget about that, but I definitely did that. So, Cindy, I really, I gotta hope you're still listening right now because this is the best thing ever. Okay, so you cool. got a plastic ruler, not the wooden kind, a plastic ruler, and you start slapping your hand on your inner forearm. Yes. Okay. Over and over. No, not my hand. I was slapping the ruler. I mean, I start slapping yeah. the ruler. Yeah. I'm slapping my hand, and I'm like, "What? What are you doing, man?" And you were like, "Dude, just wait." <laughs> and you did, but you were very meticulous. Okay. So uh-huh. I've already got a red mark yeah. here. You did not go in the same spot. You went kind of spread along. Uh-huh. You were done. Let's say. 
let's just say 60 seconds yeah, later. It was quick. And he told Miss Vandenberg that you had a rash and you couldn't figure out where it came from. Yes. And she's like, well, you got to go to the nurse. And I did. And you went to the nurse and told her that you got a rash. And what did that nurse say? Well, we got to send you home. Yes, and I got to go home. I don't know what happened. Let's call your mom. <laughs> so the nurse called Cindy. Cindy came to pick you up from school, and your yeah. little bitch ass got to leave school. I'm I, high to stay later. She was still at the high school, so she didn't have to drive. She was teaching, yeah. Me. She was right there, but you yeah. know, she had to take off the rest of the day. She either did that or I went back to the school with her and hung out in the workroom. You slapped your wrist, <laughs> or I mean your forearm, with a ruler yes. to convince your nurses and your teachers that you had to. Shows you how dumb those teachers and nurses are. <laughs> I'm, I see a different angle of that. It shows you how smart you are. Well, I was pretty clever. At that, fifth grade at to know how to cheat the system. <laughs> so we're going to fast forward. Um, I don't know how old you are in fifth grade, but let's just say 12. Okay. Okay. To 18. Mm-hmm. Best job I ever had. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It was not text watering a pitch. No. Give me a second. Let's go Pizza Hut. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pizza Hut was the best job I ever had. <clears throat> I'm not best job. That job fucking sucked. It's it was the most terrible. fun job I've ever yeah. had. Me. You. Yep. Blake right. Williamson. Mm-hmm. Gentry. Mm-hmm. Garrett, Garrett, Kenan Lee, yes, um, Kenan's older brother and older sister, Christy, and I cannot remember Kenan's older brother, but it doesn't yeah. matter because we love fucking with him. Um, that may have been it, but I feel like there's one other person, but it doesn't matter. For a long time, it was. I think that was that it. Group. That was that crew. No, right. it was a uh, Brandon. What's his Frazier? Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay. It was for the Pizza Hut there in Wolforth. It had just opened. Some of us had already started working there. Some of us came. But I I was working in Lubbock, and we all transferred out there. But Mm -hmm. on Fridays and Saturdays, all of us worked the same shift, and it was so much fun. Easy money. Mm -hmm. um, Whatever. But it was easy money. Let's just leave it at that. But we all, we showed up one day, and I remember, like, we were sitting there, me and you were waiting for our pizzas, whatever, so we could go deliver. And we are like, dude, I just don't want to be here, but I didn't want to call in. I think I got it. I was worthless. You, said, <laughs> you know what you said? It reminded me of fifth grade. You said, I think I got to go. <laughs> like, man, you can't leave now. You're already clocked in. Just let's enjoy the cash, you know? Because mm-hmm. that job was fun because like, we all would go on our own on, on deliveries. But, yeah. like, every now and then you'd be waiting. Like, you'd walk in and Blake would walk in and Garrett and Gentry. Like, we'd just have fun, clean our little, our little stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you were like, dude, I... I don't want to be here anymore. I got to go. Mm-hmm. Do you know where I'm getting at? No, I don't. You're like, I think I'm going to. So Christy Lee was Kenan's older sister who was our manager. manager. Yes. And you said, I got to go, but I can't leave unless I'm sick. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. I don't know what you're getting at. You said, <laughs> I got to throw up. But you weren't sick. You made <laughs> no. yourself puke. Okay. But you were smart. Okay. okay, you know, like the big industrial-sized trash cans that are on the wheels. Yep. There was one sitting right next to Christy Lee's desk. Uh-huh. I don't know how you're able to pull this off, but you were able to make yourself throw up and dry heave. And it was just ironic that there was a trash can right next to her desk, <laughs> and you made yourself puke in her trash can oh, so you could leave work early. <laughs> and I've never been more jealous of another human being in my life because I had to deliver pizza till 2 a.m. that night. It, that just shows you how worthless I was, though. It's fucking hilarious. It, it, so, let me just tell you how big a piece of shit we all were. And that was yeah. the whole collective. 
Yes. Of the guys I just mentioned. Yes. Okay. I'll never forget this day as long as I live. Okay. I wound up getting to the point where I loved that job with easy money. Then mm-hmm. I started like disliking that job and I hated showing up for it. Yes. Okay. I remember calling you and I was like, hey, man, it's like 515. I'm supposed to be there at 5. Hey, tell whoever's in charge. I'll be there in a minute. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And you told me, don't bother showing up. We're all walking out right now. It was the same shift on a weekend. And the only reason it was a weekend because they were at 2 a.m. All of us worked. Ginger was there, Garrett, Blake Williamson, me, you, Brandon. Yep. Everybody was there. Okay. Just having me one of those nights where the stars align, where it's all going to supposed to be a good, smooth night, and all of us goofing off. And I was like, wait, what are you talking about? I'm like five minutes away. What's going on? And you said, dude, we're walking out. I walked in. I didn't even get a clock in. And everybody was walking out that back door. Everybody. We were all delivery drivers. Okay. We were yes. the only delivery drivers. Yes. I don't know what happened. But someone it decided was, it was that guy, that manager, and I can't. Remember, I can picture his face. Yeah, I feel like his name was Mike, but yeah. I can't be positive. Doug or something. I don't know. He probably was a Doug. <laughs> but we all decided that it's time to walk out of this fucking job, a Pizza Hut. Okay, we all clocked out. I never clocked in. Y'all yes. all clocked out, and we left. The funniest thing about that is, is no one said anything to anybody. You just all disappear and we all leave. We wound up uh, at Blake's house. He's living with Sergio and Stephen Harris, right? Drinking, partying, having a good time, laughing our asses off. Because we're like 19 at the time. Like, it's so funny. (laughs) We fucked them so (laughs) It's so funny. Do you know what the most fucked up part of that story was? That you didn't get to be a part of it? No, no, because I was part of it because I didn't okay. clock in and I okay. left too, right? You would think that it's that Pizza Hut was screwed over, right? And they didn't, you know, whatever. No one said anything. People like, you know, pizzas. poor Christy Lee, who's like such a sweetheart. like That we ended up working for again at another Pizza <laughs> Hut. <laughs> but listen to this, okay? I'll never forget this. About midnight that night, we're all, like I said, we're all partying over at Blake and Sergio yeah. Stevens. Having, just having a time. You know what we all had the bright idea to do? Order a pizza. Order pizza. Yep. Delivery. And guess who delivered to Sergio's house? Eighty second and Wolford's. Yes. So we called that on speakerphone and ordered an obnoxious amount of pizzas, right? Oh my god. And you I know that we did that. And you know what the little receptionist girl said? I'm sorry, sir. Um, we're not doing deliveries tonight. What are you talking about? It's a Friday night. Uh-huh. I want delivery pizza. Sir all of our drivers walked out on us tonight. <laughs> so we decided to call fucking Pizza Hut to order pizza when we knew that they couldn't deliver it to us. Man. Fun times. That's funny, but that's so fucked up. That's to so do. shitty, man. Yeah. That's so shitty. Wow. It's funny, though, right? I, I, see, your memory's way better than mine. I remember them after you start talking about them, but that. It's not stuff that I would remember on a day to day basis, yeah. but it's just stuff that I like when I think about the funny stuff. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. That was a good story. Yeah, there were definitely times had. Those are the three stories that I wrote down the slapping of the wrist, uh-huh. making yourself throw up mm-hmm. at Pizza Hut, and walking out at Pizza Hut. Yeah, though. The other one, and I don't know why I thought about this one because there's so many different ones. It was the one you brought up when we had drinks. It's when we were at our friend Gabriel's house. Mm-hmm. It was just us three, me, mm-hmm. you, and him, and he decided to set off an artillery shell in the backyard. You want me to tell the story? I mm-hmm. want to hear your version because your version is probably way wrong. Probably because when you were telling I was like, no, no. Well, he did that, 
And then, I mean, it wasn't within um, five, ten minutes after Not that. even, bro. So it was quick. I know it was quick. And there were like ten at least tops yep. that showed up at that house yep. because somebody called in a gunshot. Yep. And so they came in and I got, oh, I was on a wall. I got pinned up against yep. the wall, patted yep. down, all that good stuff. And they were going through his room looking for a gun, taking him through his yep. safe. And I don't even know where you were, in the living room or... I know where I was. Where were you at? Because I, I remember I, against the wall and then they sat me down in the chair. You're missing the most important part of okay, the story. Okay. Corey and I made some bad decisions when we were growing up. Yes. I'm not saying I regret any of my decisions because it's made me who the man I am today. Mm-hmm. But we, we made some stupid shit and we hung out with people we probably shouldn't be hanging out with. Okay? Yes. Having said that, see what I did there? Mm-hmm. We were at this guy's house and um, it was July 3rd of me being uh, 19 years old to whatever year that was. 2006. Yeah, you're after you graduated. Yeah. 2006. Okay. July 3rd. Ask me why I know it's July 3rd. Why? Because we had a whole bunch of fucking fireworks at See, that I, house. I didn't think it was anywhere near that. No, time. it wasn't. Okay. It was not before. And I know for sure. Okay? Okay. So, y'all decide, and don't you dare put that on him. Y'all decide okay. <laughs> to set off an artillery shell yes. in a case of black cats. Yeah. Black cats are always fun. Uh-huh. Keep in mind, this was 38th and Slide in the middle, middle of, Lubbock, of Lubbock, Texas. And I told y'all, guys, don't do that. Uh, fireworks are not legal in the city mm-hmm. limits. And both of you looked me dead in the eyes and convinced me that that's not true. I'm like, guys, I live outside of city limits. Y'all don't. I know that we always just pop fireworks at my house and Eric uh-huh. Hunter's house because we live outside yeah. city limits. For that reason, don't do this, okay? Y'all popped a set of black cats yep. pop, 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 and then a huge artillery shell. Just one. Okay. Yep. Right after we were done doing that, we thought it'd be the bright idea to go and set things out on a table uh-huh. to do stupid shit yes. with the blinds open. That's when the cop showed up. Yes. Okay. okay. As soon as that doorbell rang or the door knock of the police officers, yeah. we all know that no one's supposed to be coming over here. Uh-huh. The guy whose house we were at was someone that you and I both used to receive certain items. Yes. Okay. So did many others. Right. Yes. Okay, if you if you catch my drift. Yeah. You and I were smart. Do you know what you and I did? Immediately when we looked up and saw the police officers, we ran in the backyard. Okay. okay. I was smarter than you. Yes. I had things in my pocket that probably shouldn't be mm-hmm. seen by other people. Yeah. And you took them out. And you know where I put them? Somewhere by that step, I know yep. that. Under the dog bowl, the dog okay, bowl, Coco's dog uh-huh. bowl. Because who's ever going to look under that? Yeah, you put them in the pant of your cargo, the cargo of your pant. Yes, right. Whatever. Cops come in, and mm-hmm. all they say is that like, guys, we had reports of gunshots, mm-hmm. and we're like, hey man, listen, tomorrow's July fourth. This is a big misunderstanding. Black cats were shot off. Artillery shells were shot off, mm-hmm. right? And these guys like, mm, I don't know if I believe that. And they, they just start piling it. in. There were no search warrant, no nothing. Yeah. Start or we opened the in. door. Right? Yeah. Well, that was fucking stupid. I was not, like, I was scared, but I wasn't super scared because I had nothing on me. Yeah, I was pretty much Okay. I'm in the kitchen. You're in the living room against a corner. And the other guy is talking to the cops saying, guys, listen, there ain't nothing here. Right? They're just talking to us. Yes. 
This police officer goes into the back room, mm-hmm. comes back out with a gun holding on his hand. Yes. Right this, right? Mm-hmm. And all of us immediately get scared. Yes. Okay. I don't know how open we're being, but why were you scared? Because I'll tell you exactly why I was scared. It had nothing to do with the gun. Because of the things that were in the house. So the same place where this guy kept his gun. He kept the things that people came to get from him. Was like um, a scale. Yes. Baggies. Yes. Things that uh, you would weigh. Yes. I didn't give a shit about the gun. I cared what was under the gun. So he comes out holding that, and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So immediately, cop throws you against the wall, mm-hmm. pats you down. Yeah. Throws me against the wall, pats me down. I don't give a fuck. You don't want to know why? Because you were smart. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing extent. about that whole story is that cop emptied every pocket you had except for what? The one. The cargo pen. One. But luckily, the guy was like, hey, man, here's the deal. I did have a gun. We didn't shoot the gun. It's not stolen. I can prove to you that it was a, a black cat and artillery yep. shell because go look at the the firework kit, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this belong, gun belongs to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. He's locked up right now. Here's the serial number. This who belongs to yep. They yep. looked it up like, oh, hey, you're 100% correct. Yep. That's not stolen. That's his. Next time, don't lie to us. Yeah. But they left. And all three of us just sat there like, okay, like they're coming back, Are right? okay? <laughs> and I tried to leave, and he said, don't fucking go anywhere. I was like, I, that's not fair. Yeah. in my house, and like, how do you find that and not find everything else? Uh, and it was left there, so they didn't find it and keep it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I have it was like a very interesting theories night. to that. Yeah. It's probably the scariest moment of my entire life. Yeah, because we would have been a big, big... Big trouble. I didn't want to make that phone call to my parents no. and be like, hey, you're never going to believe this. I had nothing. I was innocent. Yeah, I was I was just there. Wrong yep. time. Yep. <laughs> Corey Miller, the king of uh, deception, <laughs> slapping his forearm, puking in school, or at Pizza Do Hut. what you got to do. I mean, I'll tell you what, you made it this far in life. Thank God. Have you gotten out of your job with your father-in-law with uh, pretending to puke at work? No. No. Are you No, no puking at work, no. <laughs> How do you get off of work with him? Text him and say, I don't feel like coming in? At like 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm super sick. Yeah. You that. probably blame it on the grandkids. That's what I would do. No, not yet. I would, because he ain't going to argue that. No, he won't argue that. He'll be mad, but that's just what he does. Yeah. He's not really mad, but he's mad. Yeah, he's like, he needs the help, yeah. right? So, where you work? Color by Michael. Color by Michael. What's that all about? The, we mostly do screen printing. They do some embroidery, but they kind of out do it through somebody else. But it's mostly screen printing. We do a bunch of schools, meadow ropes, Nazareth, all those things, making T-shirts, and that's really it. You won't make the let me know shirts though, because I tried. I talked to him though, and I am going to make you or make or four however many y'all had made 23 and replace those yeah these were last minute because that is a patch yeah of my shit. lovely wife last minute because i was like hey don't worry about this corey has got it under control did she do it no okay then i felt bad saying no 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 no. she did not do it but she because we were like three days away from the party and yes. i had told everybody don't worry i got shirts made because uh color by michael's got our back you did not say I that i didn't say that, <laughs> I, didn't so say that. I was like hey I, I i got this guy who might help us out and it, it fell through so we got these instead okay 
I need to see the back though before I leave. So because I am gonna get. They the have order. our names on. Okay, that's what I thought. But I had to see the order. Okay, yeah. I know the order. Can I tell you the order? Having said that, with Landon Griffith will always be number one. I don't care about the other two. LMK. L. Landry is the L. No, that's what I'm saying, and it's not in LMK. Is it not? No. Who's at the top? It's M. We got pick four, win, lose, or tie, and then you. Damn, my wife don't even have my back. No, she puts you last. It don't matter. I should always be first. <laughs> well, we'll get you some. I would. Here's my call. Okay. Um, I want to do another another one with you. Um, now that you kind of like this dabbled like your feet, yeah. you dabbled your feet in podcasting. Everyone's always nervous the first time and doesn't know what to expect. All you're doing is talking with well, the microphone. Yeah, it's, it's just weird because you're talking for people, you know, mm-hmm. but we're actually just sitting here talking. I try to tell that to people all the time. Like we may get two listens, right? Uh-huh. We may get 2,002 right. listens, which would never happen. But I'm just saying, it's just having a conversation with the person mm-hmm. in front of you. Yeah. So here's the deal. And we're calling you out. Okay. Mr. Stephen Williams. Okay, yeah. Okay. The three of us are going to do a podcast soon. Okay. I've got the equipment that I need. Yep. If we need to do a better studio, the Pick 4 Podcast Studio, M-Square Studio is always open for me to go and just bombard that studio. I don't even have to ask. I can say, Mark, I'm on my way with a bunch of guys. Yeah. He doesn't care because yep. he's my boy. We need to do a podcast with the three of us. Okay. The question is how we're going to get Stephen here, and we'll figure it out. Yes, we'll, we got to do some doing. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm glad you came over. I'm glad you asked me to come on. I'm more glad that we hang out now. Yeah. And I'm glad that I got a video of you chasing a fucking prairie dog yeah. in the backyard. Uh, I can't believe she sent you the whole video. Shout out to Alexis. Thanks for responding with a thousand. You even, she sent like three or four more, yeah. but I just like didn't want to bore people with y'all stories, but I'm going to read them. Yeah, to so whoever's listened through all of this, God bless you. For um, making it all the way Mark's through. listening. Okay. Me and you are listening. Uh-huh. JP's listening and Ty might be listening. Okay. That's it. That's enough. I don't give a foot. <laughs> If you listen for one second, it counts as a as a listen yeah, on my. They click it on, you're good. I don't give a bit. Yeah. You got anything to say? No, it was fun. Are, you, are you wanting to come back? Yeah, I'll definitely come back. Can I ask this much? Definitely. Next time when you win, okay. you come back. Not if. I feel like we need a little bit more alcohol. Okay. Flowing through the system. Okay. I know Corey's got a UTI. <laughs> you're such a fucker. Right before this started, he had to go to the bathroom, change his tampon. <laughs> Thank you for letting me have that. Okay, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a couple shots for and we're going to record next time. Okay. Sound good? Yep, odd uh, deal. All right. Everybody check us out. Check out the Hate Pod as well. Let me just tell you, if you're still listening, Hate Pod two weeks ago, whoever sent in that Hate Pod was fucking furious. Okay, where do you find this? I've looked a hundred times. Nope, Spotify or Apple. Just type in Hate Pod in one word. Shit, I couldn't it's find it. It's one word. Okay, Hate Pod. Okay. okay, I searched a hundred times, and I'm like, well, I guess it's somewhere. You the creator of the or... the hate pod is named I hate a lot of stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last week's episode or two uh-huh. weeks ago, whoever sent that in because it's clearly super fucking anonymous was furious, and I laughed and I smiled and I agreed and I loved every minute. I love when people get pissed. Yes. Do you ever hate things? Yes. Why are we not? Why are you not sending in hate pods? I couldn't even find it to listen to. How do I, oh, okay. know how to put it I out challenge there? you to send it in. 
Everybody, I, I doubt y'all are still listening, but I don't care if yep. you are. Good for y'all. Y'all made it an hour and a half. Shit. Yeah. Okay. You can go five hours on this thing if you want to. It's easy. Too easy. Too easy. Especially if you get me drinking next time. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens, Steven. <laughs> Check us out. Peace out.